0: Hi, and welcome to Getting Unstuck with Meredith Moore Crosby. I'm your host, Meredith, and this is a show for high performers inside and outside of corporate America. Today, we're talking all about getting unstuck with your social media. Today's episode is perfect if you have a goal around building your brand online. If you're struggling with where to start, if you're feeling overwhelmed by the idea of posting content every day, and if you're really struggling on how to gain credibility online or translate your thought leadership into growing your followers and growing your platform, this episode is for you. I'm sharing the tools I use to grow my platform and I'm sharing the details on the Getting Unstuck Challenge I launched today with my good friend and colleague, Felicia Butterfield Jones. On Monday, Felicia posted a picture of my book. And since then, I've grown by almost 100 followers, which is super impressive. It's not only a testament to the power of partnership and inspiration, but I think to really being authentic and figuring out how to transfer your best self to being online. So I want to share with you how you can participate in the challenge before we get into the episode, because I think it's also a great opportunity for you to grow your network, and I'd love to connect with you. So when you get your copy of Getting Unstuck, A Guide to Moving Your Career Forward, at gettingunstuckguide.com, post a picture of yourself and share a story in the caption about a time when you felt stuck and what helped you. Tag at Meredith M. Crosby, hashtag... Getting Unstuck Challenge, and I'll repost your story to help others find the inspiration that can help them get the confidence to move forward and do what they want. You know, so often we don't even realize the people who are watching us. And so this is an opportunity for you to teach somebody else from your story to share with them the steps that helped you be successful. So I'm excited to take this challenge on and I am so looking forward to your stories. So please hashtag getting unstuck challenge and shout out to Valicia for not only a wonderful idea but just being an incredible example of partnership. And really supporting each other. You know, I'm a big proponent of women supporting women. And I think Felicia is an awesome example of that. Okay, so for today's episode, I'm going to focus on Instagram because that's where our challenge is. But if you're a YouTuber, I highly recommend you check out Valicia's Desk, which is her new uh, show that she has. And episode two is actually called Getting Unstuck. So we're totally in the same uh, cosmic wavelength. So if you were introduced to me through Valicia, welcome. It's a pleasure to meet you. A friend of Valicia is a friend of mine. And if you've been here since the beginning, thank you. We are in episode 13, and I'm super excited that you are listening today. So, you know, with each episode, we always start with a question. And today's question is this Meredith, I know social media can be addictive and I'm worried about the time suck. How do I build my brand without losing myself and my free time in the process? First of all, that's a wonderful question and one that I ask myself honestly almost every day. You know, social media is like proven to be addictive. But it's important to understand just like anything that we know is addictive, a part of it is just understanding how it works and then setting up the right parameters and boundaries for yourself to be successful and to maintain that balance. So a little bit of background, if you're not as familiar with Instagram, 90% of the 200 million people on Instagram are under 35 years old. And the demographics on Instagram totally lean towards urban, female, and rich. So if you feel like when you're on Instagram, you're seeing a lot of people who are wealthy, they're living their best life, and they've got a lot, just a lot of everything. I mean, they're taking trips, they're doing all this type of stuff. It's not in your mind. That's what the statistics tell us. Over 544 million photos are updated each day on Instagram. That's crazy. But when you think about why you're addicted, it's because there's always something new for you to look at. And with pictures, it can feel very intimate. Like right now, I'm always waiting to see my friends who I know are pregnant and Usually people post their kids there first. It's no longer Facebook. That's the place to go. And it's not even always on their page. It's in their stories. So Facebook and Instagram, which are owned both by Facebook, so it's the same company, but they're showing you two different ways. And they've really modified the platforms to reach two different audiences. While there are 544 million photos uploaded on Instagram every day, Over on Facebook, over 864 million people are checking in every day. They're just going on to see what has happened, what I might be missing. It's the whole fear of missing out, FOMO. 30% of Americans get their news on Facebook, which we already know has its challenges. We already know all of this has its challenges. But the truth is the truth. People are looking to social media for the truth. So it's important that you find the right way for you to participate. Because when you talk about your brand and being credible, and somebody going online to find you, this is where they're likely going to go. So my advice for using social media and not getting lost is to acknowledge the fact that social media is like anything else in the world. Moderation is key. So I have three tips to help you if you're getting started in social media and you're finding yourself getting stuck and losing time. The first is set a time limit. I actually have it on my calendar to check in on social media because I manage different platforms. I have different communities that I'm running and it's important to me to be there every day and to show up. But I want to make sure that I'm not there all the time because it's most important to me to connect in real life. Two, check who you're following and really think about what is your strategy on social media? Who are you trying to attract and what are you looking for? Are you learning something or is it just a mindless scrolling? Are you using social media to replace that time to authentically connect with people in real life? Or is it giving you the capability to have a real life because you're able to maintain and inform your audience online. So really get clear about why you're even on the platform before you start to figure out how not to get addicted to it. And my third is have a social media role model. Pick somebody who you feel you like the way that they show up online. Use them as a gauge. How often are they posting? What kind of content are they posting? That will help you to understand what makes sense for you and what just doesn't. And hey, there's no shame in this game. Social media is still very new. So you get to define that for yourself. But set that time, set that strategy, and identify a role model that can help you find the right path you want to take. Okay, I hope that helped you in Starting to frame up how you're going to potentially avoid the social media vortex that can be very addicting. In today's episode, we're going to get into how to get unstuck with your social media. Getting unstuck with your social media really starts with understanding what it is you're trying to accomplish one of the reasons that social media is so addictive is because a lot of times people use it just to replace feeling bored. So it's just mindless scrolling. It's like I have free time, so I'm just going to go and give it to the app. You're essentially, when you're just mindlessly scrolling, you're just putting the limited time you have on this planet and you're depositing it into this little app bank. Is that what you want? Really think about What is it that you want from your time on social media? Or are you on there because you want to stay connected with friends from high school and from college because maybe your job involves promoting your work and educating your customers on what you do and what you can do for them? Think about why you're engaging and then that will help you with everything else. Just like we know in life, Knowing your why is everything. If you don't know why you're doing something, you should stop. And you should only start again when you know why you're doing it. Otherwise, you're just following direction. And if you're not even following direction, you're just doing stuff. And I don't know a way to feel more less productive than to just do stuff. Okay, so I want you to release that bad habit. Let's push that back into last year. And in this year, I want you to think about what role does social media play in your social life, in your business, in your relationships, keeping in mind that it's completely and 100% online. Social media can be the gateway to outstanding in-person connections, but you have to use it that way. It doesn't really just... Happen when you see people who seem successful on social media, I guarantee you they have a plan. Let's get into the tools that I use to manage my social media. And I want you to comment and send me a note with what tools have helped you. Ready? Okay, to help you keep perspective, I'm going to share the five tools that I use to help me manage my social media on top of being a business owner, being a mom and a podcaster, and an author. When you say it out loud, sounds like a lot. So you might see me posting on social media and think, wow, she has a lot of time. But I want to tell you how I do it. First of all, I try to follow my energy. So when I'm in the mood to look through pictures and to find throwback Thursday, when I need motivation, I start to save and tag and organize what is inspirational to me. So if you look at my Instagram, I periodically post just inspirational reposts. So that's not content I created. It's things I saw on other people's pages that I think people who are following me would get value from. I think it would be important and beneficial. So I share that content using an app like Repost, Twiz. You know, you can use anything that does the reposting, but it allows you to credit the person whose site you picked up To content from. And that's important because one way to quickly make enemies on the internet is to steal people's stuff. So I highly recommend as one of your tools you get a repost app so that when you do feel like you can't make new content you're able to go out there and share someone else's while giving them their credit. So that is your tip number one. Get really comfortable with reposting. And again, it's going to be easier if you've really curated that timeline and the things that you're seeing every day are nourishing your soul. They're empowering you. They're inspiring you. It'll be easier then for you to identify what you want to share with your audience. And then step number two, Google Analytics should be your best friend. Google Analytics is super awesome let me just put a plug in to say it only works if you do step three, which is you have to have a public account. If you're going to get unstuck with your social media, it doesn't really work if your accounts are private. And I'll tell you a couple reasons why. First of all, can't get good analytics on a private account. You need a business account or at the very least a public account so that you can do that tracking. You can set those goals and see Are people following you from social media to take action? You might see the different posts where people say, you know, I'm not here for likes. I'm here to make money. It can become addictive to just fall in love with likes. To just get used to, I'm going to post like cat pictures because people like those. Okay, but is that online with your brand? So it's very easy to get distracted on social media and just start either chasing likes, just posting things that got a lot of likes somewhere else. Or what's equally terrible is you can really get your feelings caught up in just trying to figure out what the world wants. Listen, who knows what the world wants? That is not the way to design the content that you want to share. My advice is to find content that resonates with you and your followers will find you because they are looking for that content. That content is going to lead them to you. When other people like it consistently, that starts to show up on people's timeline, that engagement, having conversations, commenting, which you need to comment within like pretty quickly. So as you think about social media and growing your platform, don't just think about what platform you're going to be on, what you're going to share, but also think about how are you going to manage and maintain it within your lifestyle. So for me, I have social media on my calendar. I have an hour every day that I'm comfortable out of the 24 that I'm given to dedicate to curating a network that I have that I don't get to see in person in Minnesota. A lot of my career was spent traveling globally, and I love my friends from Korea to South Africa to Australia to Brazil. It's amazing for me to connect with my friends, but... I can't call them all up all the time. So my social media really is for them. That's how it got started. I wanted to keep in touch with them. I wanted them to know as I moved from company to company, what I was working on, when I had kids, they wanted to see kids' pictures. So Instagram can feel very personal because they are pictures. And while on Facebook, it can be pictures and other things, you can do a post of just words. I think having that vulnerability of people seeing you makes it feel even more special. And it can also make us feel more comfortable than maybe we should. So my number three tip is decide your social media guidelines. What are you comfortable sharing online? A great way to capture your guidelines in addition to just having a document that says, you know, I'm not going to respond to negative comments. If I'm attacked, you know, here's how I'm going to handle it. Things like that, that might be keeping you from moving forward because you're afraid of what might happen. Hey, listen, we're in an age where social media can definitely be used as a weapon. Unfortunately, I mean, people attack each other on social media all the time. So I totally understand when my clients say they don't want to be bothered, I get it, but if you're building a brand, if you want to be a speaker, if you want to get out there, if you are going for a big job and you need people to look and see what you've done, what experiences you've had, and what you can potentially bring to your table, you're going to have to get engaged in social media. So having a strategy that talks about, okay, how often are you going to post? I recommend doing about three times a week. I try to post at least Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So I do motivational Monday. I love a good Women Crush Wednesday. And then Friday is either portions from what I've shared on Forbes Or it's just whatever awesome thing I come up with on Friday. And my favorite social media day definitely has to be Small Business Saturday. Because as owner of Leverette Weeks, it's an awesome time for me to share with people businesses that I love, but also what my business is doing. So think about why you're on social media. Are you there for awareness? Are you there for engagement? Are you there for promotion? As you're getting started, Just get yourself a blank piece of paper and write out what is your goal for social media? What are you trying to accomplish and how is social media going to help you? I'll tell you that I record my podcast in my amazing closet and in here I have my vision board so that while I'm talking to you, I'm also looking at how does this fit into the rest of my life? That's the way you should think about social media. It's not a standalone thing. It's one small part of your broader life. It's one puzzle piece. So don't try to fit your whole life onto that one puzzle piece. Instead, let your puzzle stand as it is. Now that social media piece can come in and it can go back out depending on what your needs are. But by staying focused on the bigger picture, it makes it easier not to get caught up. And if somebody does say something crazy, you can remember Hey, man, people say crazy stuff all the time. You have to keep your stuff separate from their stuff. When I say their stuff, when you go on social media, you know, people gain followers in different ways. I don't personally agree with all of them. It doesn't really matter. That's everybody's choice. So I'm sharing with you the tools that I use, but that's why I recommend getting a role model that you enjoy their content because that's going to be the best way for you to figure out what it is you really want to share. So now that you've identified what it is you want to share, we've got it in your content calendar. So you know you're going to post three days a week. You know what your themes are. You've identified and gone on and found some hashtags. Okay, let's talk about hashtags for two seconds. Here's my two-second spiel on hashtags. One, do you have to use them? It's optional. In my opinion, you need to use hashtags when you want somebody else to find your content. So I use, for example, in the challenge, there's hashtag getting unstuck challenge. That not only helps me track who's using the hashtag, but it helps you find it because you can go in and search it and see everybody who has. So hashtags are a tool for search. So if you're posting something and you don't want it to be searched, uh, you don't want it to be found via search you don't really need a hashtag if you're just posting something silly and you don't you're not trying to help people find it you're not using it to attract people if you're not using the content to attract people you're just posting for the sake of posting don't worry about a hashtag in fact, if you go over to like felicia's page, she very rarely uses hashtags I mean when it's something intentional like Felicia's desk then there's a hashtag but she's using it also as a branding so that she can go in and track and see the analytics of how many people are using it what are they using it for what are they saying so think long and hard about hashtags and consider picking just one that works for you so for getting unstuck we have hashtag getting unstuck guide that's our hashtag right It's great because then I can go in, search that, and see everybody who falls under that. The books, the ideas, the content. So think about what is your hashtag? If you had to sum up your hashtag, what would it be? I'm curious. Drop it in the comments. I'm excited to hear hashtag awesome. Okay, next up. Once you've identified that content calendar, you've started to identify your strategy, how often you're going to post Next, you're probably wondering, okay, Mary, but how do I get beautiful content? I have five letters. Ready? C-A-N-V-A. Canva. Canva is like the secret tool that a lot of people won't tell you about. They have awesome templates on there, and it's just enough graphic design to help you fake it until you make it or until you hire somebody who's really good at it. So I highly recommend check out Canva. Just make sure that you are changing and customizing templates enough that it doesn't feel like you just took somebody's work because that undermines their creativity. And there's also a chance that somebody could recognize it. So the more you can use Canva for inspiration and a tool for making your content be really crisp and clean. I use it for creating different logos and graphics. It's awesome. Okay. So now you've gotten your content, we've gone through our strategy, now comes the fun part. So when I first started out with social media, I was actually on the social media team at McDonald's. And every morning I would get my coffee, I would go sit at my desk, and on the day that I was responsible for social media, I sat at my desk all day. I had to answer anything. I was always responding. And it was terrible for a couple reasons. One, people are really negative on the internet. And fun story. I remember one morning I came in and I wrote, I just had my McCafe latte. You know, the world is great. How are you? And people tore me up. And I had unleashed on me all of the horrible things that happened in the world. And people were pissed. They felt like it wasn't my position to share how my day was going because I was posting on behalf of the brand. And just there's always going to be negative people who are always going to hate something you say. And when you're working on behalf of a brand, you get pretty used to that. But I wish I had a social media scheduling tool because then when all of that started to happen, I'd be able to just press pause and be able to step away. But back then we didn't have that or we did and I maybe just didn't use it. So I had to endure it. And nowadays, I have people who will say like, oh, I got to go post. I'm posting, you know, again and again and again. You can. Nobody's saying that you can't. But there are tools that can help you so that you can automate. It doesn't mean that you don't still have to be engaged on your social media. It doesn't mean that you can just completely check out. But what it does mean is that you can take that content calendar, translate it online, Fill it up with content. I use Meet Edgar or Buffer are my two favorites. You can fill those up. And then with Buffer, it'll go through and re-pick up content. It'll even pick up an RSS feed. So you can pick your favorite, you know, like online. I love Essence. It'll pull in Essence articles so that it's easier for me to share with you the inspiration and things that I use. So Meet Edgar, Buffer, Buffer. Or, if you want to keep it super simple and you have public accounts, you can also use the Facebook Manager app. That'll allow you to similarly schedule some content, but in my opinion, it just isn't as slick as some of the other choices. Okay, last one, Google Analytics. You have to get really familiar and excited about Google Analytics. If you're going to do social media, you have to set a goal. And Google Analytics allows you to go in there and identify why am I doing this. It's not just a cute kid pic, but what is the point? And that goes back to hashtags. You are going to have to look at what it is you want to share and decide what's the best way to disseminate that information. Okay? So once you look at what you want to share, how you're going to share it, where you're going to share it, then the question is, who is going to share it? And a social media scheduler like Meet Edgar or Buffer gives you that flexibility to set it and forget it, which is pretty awesome in a time where we're all exhausted. Listen, it's like 10.30 at night, and I was up this morning with a client at 6 a.m. I'm exhausted. If I add it on to that, now posting on social media three, four times, and it's not possible. So... Google Analytics can help you see what's working and what's not because you want to do the things that are actually translating to your goals. Goal is to sell more books. If your goal is to get more speaking engagements, then social media can really help you with that. And having a social media scheduler can make it be just an awesome investment of your time and your interest. So those are my tips for social media for this episode. I always try to give you an implementation tool. And today's tool is this. Don't try to do it all at once. Start with one platform. Start with one content calendar. Start with one tool. As somebody who's gotten overwhelmed jumping into social media, you'll thank yourself if you're able to make it more simple. And remember, progress, not perfection. Don't let the internet tell you how to live. Use the tools to stay present in your life by using technology to manage technology. Here's what you need to do today if you want to take action on integrating social media into your getting unstuck plan. First, write down your social media goals. What do you want to accomplish today? And you can think about it in the terms of, are you trying to grow more followers? Do you want to engage with people? Are you trying to teach prospects about what you do? Whatever it is, write it down. Then make a list of examples from your own timeline that you like. So it can be things that are on your profile or people you follow, or try going in and searching for something like hashtag Black Girl Magic. You might be surprised. You might get really inspired. But those platforms that are more established can help you identify and inspire your brand and third avoid addiction by deciding how much time you're going to dedicate to your social media platforms you can't give the whole day away but think about what's the time where you can handle that distraction you can handle that break and where it might bring you energy you are the expert of you So taking the time to understand where you add value and how you can be most helpful is important. I want to hear from you. What else helps you get unstuck with social media? Drop it in the comments and your suggestion might end up in an upcoming blog post. Thanks for listening to this episode of Getting Unstuck with Meredith Moore Crosby. I know there are thousands of podcasts, and I'm grateful you found mine. If today's episode helped you, leave a comment so I know you're listening, and connect with me at gettingunstuckguide.com for show notes and more. Share and review the podcast to help someone you know get help today. I'm Meredith Moore Crosby, and I'm here to help.